Place Arena here in Oswego for tonight. Oswego State Lakers home opener as they take on the Elmira Soaring Eagles. Alongside Zach Kosick, I am Michael Keeley. And Zach, after last night's game, it looked bad early for the Lakers. Elmira came out real quick in their home rink, took a 2-0 lead. The Lakers, though, finally got the offense going. And once they got it rolling, it was all downhill from there. Yep, and good evening, Michael Keeley. It was definitely kind of a mental lapse by the Lakers. It didn't even look like they came off the bus. It's a two-hour trip to Elmira, and it looks like they left their mindset there for the first 20 seconds. They got back into the game, a quick goalie change early, which we will get to in a little while, but Andrew Hare came up, and he's looking to have a big game tonight as the Lakers begin their home opening season. Now we're going to talk about that because we're going to get to the anthem shortly. Paul Beckwith played the first period, and that was it. We didn't see him after that. Andrew Hare came into the second period, did a fantastic job, but right now we're all trying to figure out what's the deal with Beckwith. He scratched again tonight. It's a Halloween mystery if I've ever seen one, Michael. No one can really figure out what is wrong with Paul Beckwith, if it is even anything at all. It could may maybe be a little bit of mental instability. They don't really know if he's ready to come out and be the leader that they need him to be just yet. Give him a break, see what happens. But Andrew Hare is a very capable backup, and he's ready to take the lead on this Oswego back line. All right, we'll get to more in just a minute. But right now, it's time for the Canadian and American National Anthems.
joining us tonight is our man behind the glass, Scott Glickman. And, Scott, one player that did not show up in last night's game for Elmira, Darcy Valencourt. He's considered their top scorer. He's got seven points in seven career games against Oswego. What are we looking at of him tonight? Elmira's going to need him. Good evening, gentlemen. He is a Laker killer, and it is absolutely wonderful to be back in the Campus Center Ice Arena for the first time this season. An interesting tidbit over the offseason, the Lakers gained a new third jersey. It will be a gold trim with it. It will be a gold jersey with a white and green trim, very similar to the Lakers' third jersey in 2007, their national championship run. Let's hope the season ends that in the same way. I think we're all in agreement with that, Scott. Thank you very much, and we'll look forward to the debut of those gold jerseys whenever they decide to do that. They are featured on the programs this year, which are very fantastic, uh, Zach. Very impressive program. Yeah, very nice job this year by the uh, Sports and Information Department and everybody just putting together a really nice program for these graduating seniors because there are a few of them and uh, they are big playmakers on this team. Everybody needs to know about these guys. But right now, uh, really looking for forward to a lot of the backline guys to really get involved in this game early. Mather, Boots, Whitelaws, we saw them last night. They were a great job. Some of the quickest skaters on the ice doing everything they needed to do to get the Lakers that big 7-3 victory. Only other lineup change other than Andrew Hare getting the start tonight and not Paul Beckwith. Michael Gilchrist out of the lineup after a game misconduct yesterday. Coach Gosick decides to go with Tim Carr. So both Carr brothers in the lineup as the Lakers will shoot left to right into the student section. It is a sellout here on Family and Friends Weekend in Oswego. And they are hockey hungry and so are we. Andrew Mather to center ice against Kevin Willer and we are underway. Tap back to Jared Anderson. His pass immediately intercepted by Willer but Mather settles it down to the Lakers. Andrew Mather up the middle looking to hook up with Chris Music goes down the ice into the Elmira end where Darren McDonald starts once again tonight for the Soaring Eagles despite giving up seven goals last night. Muse keeps it in and finds Mather in the faceoff circle slapped off his stick back to center ice where Hank Van Boxmere gets it deep again. McDonald tees it up for Martin Lee, towering defenseman from Elmira. Lee up the middle deflected by Mather and now recovered by Hank Van Boxmere. He finds Chris Muse who tried to slide it ahead for Mather was deflected by Willer. Willer scored a goal last night for Elmira, and he's their captain. Back to Jesse McConney for the Lakers. D to D to Zach Josepher scored his first Laker goal last night. That one's going to be a souvenir as it's deflected out of play down to our right. We're just underway in the home opener. No score between Oswego and Elmira. So right now Oswego just trying to figure out uh, a lot of wing-to-wing uh, -wing passing. They tried to do a lot of that last night, but were very unsuccessful. And I think it was a product of the referees trying to call a lot of penalties close to the board. Look for that early this evening as they try to cut down a lot of those penalties. And they're not afraid to give misconduct if there's something that's close to the boards, uh, hitting above the shoulder pads or anything like that. We saw that last night with Gilchrist, of course. Now here's the line that was great last night for the Lakers. Rodriguez, Whitelaw, and Moody. And a long shot in on Hare goes way wide of his glove side. Luke Moody had two points last night in the victory. John Whitelaw also scored a goal, and Paul Rodriguez was given an assist after some scoring changes. Luke Moody settling the puck down, tapping it back, looking for McConaughey. Slides by him and is taken by Josepher. He's dealing with a bouncing puck. Goes off the glove of Rodriguez, but not out of the zone. And now they'll rule that a hand pass. That'll bring the faceoff back into neutral ice. So as you were pointing out last evening, this Rodriguez-Moody-Whitelaw line has done a fantastic job. And it's really mainly because these are probably three of the top skaters on this whole team. Luke Moody also, to add to that, is is easily the best stick handler on this team. You get Whitelaw's Rodriguez skis out along the blue line, you can have Moody cut right through the middle and get those point getters uh, opportunities right in front of McDonald tonight. Puck tapped in behind the Elmira net. Rodriguez tried to steal the puck back there. Doing a nice job, but he comes up with it. Turns and cycles it down low, goes by Moody all the way around to the far corner where John Whitelaw takes it up. 
for the Lakers. White lost bump, but he maintains possession, gets help from his linemate, Paul Rodriguez. Now slap free to Sanders. Sanders up the middle, connecting with Oaks. Comes right to center ice in front of the Oswego State bench. Slap back in the other direction, and here's Rodriguez gaining the line. Lakers with numbers in front. White lost pass too hot to handle for Moody, and it gets by Joseph as well back to center. Taylor Ferris will launch it in. It hits the linesman, takes a Laker bounce, and here they come. Got it down low to Whitelaw. Whitelaw looking in front for Moody and off a skate. Nice defense there in front by Eric David, the freshman. Darcy Valencourt takes it away. He's playing his first game of the year after he was not in the lineup last night. Again, seven goal, or five goals, seven points, and seven career games against the Lakers for Mr. Valencourt. Michael Kirby chased around by Chris Carr and swings it back to David. Eric David uses the boards. Got it ahead for Valencourt, who didn't get it out as he hit Chris Ayotte. But now it will be backhanded through center. And Tim Carr for the Lakers. His first game of the year. That pass eludes a couple of Oswego sticks. Goes back into the Laker end again. And Carr hustles back after it. Over to his brother Chris. Tim to Chris. Both on the ice at the same time. That's fun for us, Zach. Here's Chris. Up to Brown. By him. Back to Elmira possession. As Tyler Campbell takes it away. Long pass on the wing. That'll get deflected right in, the, in front of the glass. Near the Elmira bench. Elmira now completes a change. As Van Boxmere leads Leinbrock ahead. Tyler Leinbrock trying to step in as it goes in behind the net and poked away out of his reach. Titanic recovers in the corner. Takes a hit there from Morikawa, who is also new to this lineup for Elmira tonight. Badham couldn't reach it. First collegiate goal last night for Kyle Badham, who tried to steal the puck away from Morikawa. Comes back to center. Elmira will flip a high one, and that's Wes Consorti getting it deep. And Jared Anderson will try to settle down the bouncer. Lakers don't clear the zone. Consorti swings one to the front, went off a skate. And Linebrock's by himself coming back one on three. Instead, he'll just dump that in and head to the bench. Titanic chases down Lee. Lee slaps it off the boards. Consorti going after it. Held in by Titanic to Mather in the slot, and his shot was partially deflected off to the corner. Badham behind the net. Working, doing hard work down low. Got it right in front. Nobody home wearing white. And it's brought back and dumped into the zone by Elmira, who Zach is having some trouble putting on forechecking pressure early. It looks like they're just kind of playing a little tentative after that, uh, yielding seven goals in the last half of that game. Looks like they just want to try to get some crisp passing, passing started and try to get a couple shots in on Hare. Here's Andrew Mather tapping it down low to Ian Boots. This line trying to make some noise after only one point between the three of these guys last night. Muse, Boots, and Mather, that is. Jesper Stray, a long breakaway pass, but just out of the reach of Kalulo. So Hare will come out and play it away from Kalulo. Jesse McConney. For the Lakers, taps it back to Josepher. Josepher up the middle. That was picked off by Willard. Did a nice job of flagging it out of midair and getting it deep. Elmira completes a change now. Off the skate of Muse, who took a bump, but cleared it out of the zone. Kirby could not reach it, but no icing. And Kirby's got it. Long pass using the far glass. It'll bounce into the Lakers zone. This one may be an icing, and it will not. Waved off for the last second. Tim Carr. Looking ahead for Paul Rodriguez, trying to sneak behind the D, but there's Big Martin Lee to take it away. Lee's pass, far side, deflected by Sanders at center, chipped right back in by Taylor Ferris, and it comes back to Lee, who feeds it far side. Long pass through the middle, doesn't work out for the Soaring Eagles, and here comes John Whitelaw at the near side. Dodges a check, trying to get around the outside, Moody helps out, drops it for Whitelaw's got room on the backhand to the front, McDonald gets taken out, a penalty coming up as Whitelaw was taken down, and the first power play of the game is going to go to the Lakers. It's going to be Rick Acorn. Sorry, about to say, No, I was going to say Rick Acorn just took down John Whitelaw as he went streaking towards the right side of McDonald and tried to stuff in a backhand, but really nothing Acorn could have done in that situation besides kind of push against Whitelaw, but he finally brought him down. Not sure if they're going to give him a cross check or what, but he's definitely going in two for some and kind of infraction. Scott Glickman, one power play goal last night for us. We go. Yeah, so we have uh, a new thing implemented this year. We have four referees now in yep. the SUNYAC. 
right. So there. look out for the penalty calls. They may be in excess tonight, but that's our first. With just under five minutes uh, into the first, so not so bad. They're kind of letting up. We saw a lot of penalties last night, but that's to be expected early in the season. Jesse McConaughey at the point, taps it along to Rodriguez. He's at the left point position, moves to the faceoff circle. McConaughey let that one-timer go, and McDonald got a glove on that. It got by Josepher all the way down the ice. McConaughey's going to have to hustle back as Clulo chases him down. Josepher at center ice. He gets tripped up, and they'll call that, so it's going to be a five-on-three. Kind of a weak call there, Zach, but the fans will not complain at all. And the Lakers have a big-time chance to strike early. And right as Scott points that out, there's the fourth referee on the ice, and maybe there's an extra whistle there to actually point out something that maybe somebody else didn't see. A trip right in front of the middle of the Oswego State logo. Joseph picks it up, and now we're going to go five on three for a minute and 40 seconds. Big face-off win here for the Lakers. Rodriguez keeps it in below the goal line. Sends it to John Whitelaw. Top of the left circle. Whitelaw doesn't shoot. McConney's in the high slot. Back to Whitelaw. Couldn't tee it up. Back to McConney. Gets go! The Lakers convert on the two-man advantage as Jesse McConney hammers one top shelf. And it's one nothing Lakers. Nothing too complicated about that power play set. It looked like John Whitelaw and Jesse McConney just playing a little back-and-forth passing game, trying to find a little bit of an opening, and McConney rips a, a wrist shot over the shoulder of McDonald. Nothing too complicated about it. Easy passing, and McConney gets one on a high slot, and it's one nothing Lakers on McConney's first of the season. Scott sure didn't take them long to convert when they were up two men. Absolutely perfect shot by McConney right over the left shoulder of McDonald. Could have put it in a better spot. There's a long shot in from Martin Lee that took a crazy bounce off the backboards, and Hare had to be careful. Live boards this evening. Hank Van Boxmere for the Lakers. Out of his own end, he had it stolen away by Sanders, who keeps it in. Van Boxmere recovers, then almost turns it away as he threw it into open ice. And Kevin Willer will keep this in for the Soaring Eagles. Cycling it down low, Van Boxmere. And Sanders battle in the corner. Van Boxmere. Behind his own net, still being hounded by Sanders. Finally gets rid of the puck up to Mather. Now across the Boots. Had to go off his skate. Tried to recover. Nice play by Ian Boots as Mather dumps it in. Lakers, of course, still on a power play here. Up one man now. However, aren't getting much done as the Soaring Eagles get this all the way down the ice. Hare will leave it for McConney. And McConney will leave it there for Ian Boots. Boos up on the wing to Chris Muse. Muse goes across far side for Mather, gets away at center. He's by himself looking for help, and Linebrock comes in and helps out, covering at the point. He'll scoop it into the corner, however, it'll be hammered by Kirby to the line, and now brought back by Clulo, who's going to beat Boots, a two-on-one shorthanded. Clulo with Burnell. Clulo holds on, and Hare makes the stop. Nice patient play by John Clulo, but just equally as patient was the Laker netminder. Yeah, great job by Andrew Hare to not bite on Clulo's first attempt at the fake wrister as he tried to throw it in in between the leg pads there. But Hare staying patient, and that's a huge thing for for the Lakers. They need somebody that is a good netminder that keeps his head in the game always. So a great play by Hare, and an equally nice play by Clulo as well. Off the draw, it's tapped back to Zach Josepher. 30 seconds remaining in the second Elmira penalty. First one was wiped out when Jesse McConney scored his first of the year. Whitelaw chasing down the puck behind the net. Uses his body to allow Moody to take the puck away. Josepher flings one across in the air, and then McConney tried one too many passes, and Kirby steals it back. Kirby to Burnell on the far side. This is a three-on-two for Elmira. Burnell shoots one and just missed. Blocker side. Comes all the way back to center ice. Rodriguez had trouble, and the Lakers won't want to write home about their second part of this five-on-three because it was not very impressive. As Elmira's back at full strength. 
Lee gets it out to center. Joseph had to be careful. The puck bouncing all over the place. Joseph gets hit, and here comes the, here comes Amir with another two on one in front, and an extra pass allows Ferris to break it up. Brown comes back for the Lakers. Chris Brown off the left side. His pass did not connect with Luke Moody. And back in the other direction, Consorti, a long shot blocker, save hair. Consorti, backhand behind the net. Taylor Ferris for the Lakers. Gets tangled up with the official in the corner. And Carr tapping it around looking for Chris Carr. He does, gets it to him, and Lee connects up the middle. Backhanded deep by Morikawa, who will now hustle off to the bench. Eight minutes gone by in the first period. As we go with a one nothing lead, turnover by Ferris. Oaks keeps it in. Oaks down low. And now Acorn behind the net. Four-player scrum in there. Ferris trying to kick it free. Finally, he does as he makes up for his turnover. And here comes Chris Carr, dumping chase. Carr trying to beat Gagne to the outside. Gagne takes him down, but it comes to Ayotte. Ayotte backhands it to the front. Carr couldn't get a handle on it. And back comes Acorn. Acorn, Oaks on his left wing. Oaks back to Acorn, and his shot got deflected up into the mesh and out of play. And that Laker goal seemed to have woken up Elmira just a little bit, Zach. Yeah, it looks like they're trying to skate a lot quicker in the forward side, trying to get three-on-two odd man rushes, and they've had a couple opportunities in the last two or three possessions in the offensive zone. Right now, Oswego just needs to kind of keep back, maintain the lead. They've only gotten two shots on net, and equally, Elmira's only taken one shot at Andrew Hare, and he made a very nice save on Clulo. John Whitelaw with the only assist on Jesse McConney's goal. A second point of the year for Mr. Whitelaw. Ben Boxmere looking to hack up a Titanic. It goes in over the line. Kyle Batham with some speed, using his body, and gets to the puck first. Titanic had dropped his stick after he was bumped, and the Soaring Eagles will clear the zone. Jesper Strail looking to lead it ahead for Clulo again. Clulo now drops it off. Nice play by him, but his buddy wasn't ready for it. The captain Willer that was. Titanic coming back. He scored last night. He's played well in his career against Elmira. Behind the net, Batham wrap around to the corner. Got hooked in front. Here's another penalty coming up to the Soaring Eagles. So with 11-12 to go in the first, Elmira takes their third penalty already. And Martin Lee skating over to the referee because I'm not sure it was actually going to go to the box with the hook. It looks like it's going to be Willer. But Lee skated over because after Batham got the hook on Willer, there, he took a nice little shot at Lee right on the shoulder there. So they're not going to give Batham the slash, but they'll give Willer the hook in front. And another 5-on-4 for the Lakers. So 11-12 left to play in the first period. Tyler Leinbrock, who did get a power play goal last night, is going to center this unit. Mather and Muse out there up front. Ben Boxmere and Joseph are at the points. Lakers one for two on the power play. First part of the five on three looked great. Second part did not. Ian Boots took a one-timer off a loose puck, but it was blocked. Ben Boxmere over to Boots. He tees it up again. Doesn't shoot, though. Now off to Mather at the face-off circle. Mather doesn't shoot. Over to Boots. Couldn't tee that up either. Ben Boxmere will let one go. Deflected down in front. Weinbrock. Three wax. Puck still loose in the crease. It slides to the goal line. And I... Don't think it did cross the line. It's, it's sitting there in the blue paint, and we have a 12-car pileup in the goal crease as nearly every player on the ice is in the crease, and Lee and Leinbrock at the bottom of the pile, or sorry, Mather, Lee and Mather at the bottom of the pile had a couple extra tugs and swipes at each other. And we'll go down to Scott Glickman, who's close to that play. Scott, that puck was very close to the goal line. Yeah, uh, inches. It had to have been just inches away from the goal line, but before that happened... A whole bunch of pushing and shoving ensued. Mather at the bottom of the pile there. Uh, he, him getting pounded in the back of the head. And a lot of the figure out. Four referees on the ice, as we mentioned. Also another little interesting tidbit. We lost the names of the referees on the back of their yeah, jerseys. Right. little interesting thing there. Maybe they complained to the... Uh, 
you know, the NCAA about getting hounded a little bit too much during the game from our fans. We, we know that they can do that. They don't want people knowing who they are. Yeah, but as you were pointing out before, what ensued in the uh, in the goal there behind McDonald, I would say completely unacceptable. They let him hack at the puck for at least a good 12, 13 seconds went off the clock. McDonald is holding on for his life. Andrew Mathers getting slammed from behind by multiple sticks by purple jerseys. It's just something with a fourth referee, as we're pointing out, that needs to be stopped. I mean, uh, it's... Uh, Chris, go, go sorry, ahead. Zach. Chris Muse, Chris Muse was on top of the net. Yeah, he's in a box right now. It, that, that's interesting. I mean, it's really a situation where somebody has to be held accountable for the situation. Maybe you give offsetting roughing minors to both sides to kind of just make sense of the entire situation, but it turned into a highway car wreck. There was nothing suitable about that entire situation and very unhockey-like. Well, the referee's trying to sort it out right now. From what I can see, there are no other players in Elmira's box other than Wheeler, who, of course, was already in there. There are two Lakers in the box. Muse is one of them, and we are being obstructed on the view of the second one. I think it's Tyler Leinbrock, though. It's not Mather, because Mather is skating around in front of the Laker bench right now. It's hard to believe the Lakers could get an extra penalty out of this. And as you were saying, Zach, there was quite the pileup, but the puck was still, we could still see the puck. So presumably the officials could too. They're really not supposed to blow that down unless there's a penalty or they lose sight of it. I mean, there was, obviously, if they do lose sight of the puck, it was very visible right in front of McDonald's right uh, leg pad there. It could have been a situation where Somebody could have honestly got hurt. You throw a lot of sticks in there. You get a lot of big bodies kind of pushing around. You don't know if McDonald actually has the puck. It might have squirted out from under his glove. There was That was just a common situation where I think no side is going to prevail in this case. And if you have a situation like that, I'd say just for a, from a logical standpoint, you give an offsetting minor to both sides and we yeah. continue to play hockey. Well, it was Van Boxmere that took the point shot. Then Leinbrock had a couple of hacks at the puck. And then... After he fanned on it, it kind of disappeared in the crease. McDonald went down, and then sooner or later, all ten players, or nine players, ended up in the crease as well, along with Darren McDonald. Again, right now, it looks like the Lakers are going to get shortchanged because there are two Lakers in the box and the only one soaring eagle. And again, Willer was in there already. The Lakers are on the power play when this ensued. Chris Muse is in there. Tyler Weinbrock, or no, that's Hank Van Boxmere, it looks Van Boxmere, like, yep. in there. So now we're going to get the... No, we're not going to get him yet. Officials still trying to sort it out. Again, we've got two of the officials talking with Coach Digby right now. Coach Jose talking to his players. And over on the far side of the ice, Aaron Saul is being lectured by the other two referees. 10-51, this is all happening with. Remaining here in the first, the Lakers are up one nothing. Jesse McConney from John Whitelaw at 5-17 on a 5-on-3. So hopefully we can make sense of the situation. And it looks like we have yep. a second Elmira player heading towards the bench. It's going to be Josh Burnell. So that, but the Lakers still are lose a player in this situation because they were up one. So that should put us at four on four, if my math is correct. Yes, your math is correct, Mike. <laughs> at least the, the amount of players on the ice right now would confirm that. So in this situation, you get four on four, you get a lot more skating room, you get a lot more set plays available to both sides. But in that case, I'm, I would only assume the only thing that could come out of that is an offsetting roughing call or kind of offsetting cross-check, something like that. But both sides were both, both sides were guilty in that case, and really nothing to be made sense out of in the situation. You just need to assess two-minute minors to each side and keep playing. So Van Boxmere and Burnell's penalties cancel out. Muses goes up on the board. So we'll have four-on-four four for a minute and a half, and then about a 20-second power play after. 
for the Soaring Eagles, if that makes any sense to you listening out there. Picked off at center ice by Taylor Ferris. We are 4-4 four and four right now, and Andrew Mather takes a shot that McDonald spits right back out into the slot, but taken away by Darcy Valencourt. Valencourt leaves it and gets it back again. It slides by Kirby. Valencourt's going to have to help out. Out of his own end as he beats Ferris up the middle. Boots comes back to take it away for the Lakers, and he'll curl back into his own zone and almost had it stolen from behind by Valencourt. Acorn came in to help out for Elmira. But right now, very sloppy play going on. Now we listen for the penalties here. Burnell for roughing. Mather trying to get a tee. Puck right in front of the Laker bench. Bench, rather. And Boxmere for cross-checking. And Chris Muse, of course, with the third penalty, and he gets roughing as well. So two roughings and a cross-check out of that scrum. And it all results in a four-on-four for the next 35. Yeah, just a bevy of calls to really constitute what exactly happened. Roughing and cross-checking are really the only things you could have called in that situation where both parties were guilty. Here's a pass coming across near side to Sanders. Brendan Sanders got checked by Jared Anderson, but not out of the zone. Sanders keeps it in again, swings it up back to the point. Here's a shot by Sawyer. Hare makes the save and jumps on top of the rebound, hanging on to it. With 15 seconds to go in Willer's penalty, 36 to go in Muses. Yeah, really no positive offensive rush thus far for the Soaring Eagles. Andrew Hare has only really needed to be on his game for one save as Clulo came in and put a nice wrister right on the, the numerals of Andrew Hare. But right now, uh, after that situation, everyone just kind of needs to ha- let cool heads prevail and trying to figure out what's the game plan for the next nine minutes and 20 seconds here. Zach Joseph are getting away and now finds Chris Brown. Brown trying to dump and chase. Couldn't get around Lee. Ayotte will come in. Elmira preparing to return to full strength here and start a 20-second power play, which they do right now. Lee getting held up by Ayotte. Here's a penalty coming up to Chris Ayotte. So now a five-on-three for Elmira, although it will be brief. It'll be 14 seconds long as Ayotte goes for the hold, and Ayotte is chatting with Brock Sawyer. As we saw some bad blood last night, we had the Gilchrist five-minute major. We had Jesse McConaughey get blindsided from behind. So, of course, when you play a team more than once a year, that's going to naturally happen. Yeah, and that'll stay embedded in someone's memory for, I mean, this is, we have less than 24 hours in between games here. So, obviously a little bit of uh, of uh, hotheads coming in here and just kind of bickering at one another and trying to figure out which side is, I guess, the better side to go on. But five on three for 14 seconds here and then the rest will be on a five-on-four. So a big power play opportunity for Elmira. Here comes David Titanic looking for a break, but getting back is Lee, who with those big strides was able to beat Titanic. So now Muse out of the box in three seconds, and it'll be a five-on-four. Stolen away by Tim Carr down low, but he's had Sanders all over him. Batum jumps off the er, bench, yes, so now five-on-four. Willer up top, hangs out of the puck, screen develops, and his shot deflects wide. Sanders back to Lee at the left point. Martin Lee, screen shot from him, tipped twice in behind the net. Picked up back there by Jesper Strail. Into the slot, Sanders, he lost it. Titanic couldn't clear. Lee gets it down low to Sanders. Sanders checked by Carr. Carr bumps him into the end wall. Comes free to Ferris, who's going to ring this around the boards and down the ice. A minute 10 remaining in Ayotte's penalty. 8.15 to go in the first. 1-0 Lakers. McDonald out to leave it for Lee. Martin Lee. Taking his time back there as there's now one minute to go in the Lakers penalty. Acorn up the far side, into the line, holds on, sets up. Clulo here, the same pops in the air, whacked out by Boots with a high stick, but it doesn't matter because it's held in the zone by Elmira. He may have saved a goal. Valencourt got it down low to Clulo. Consorti at the left point. 
Swings it back to Kalulo in the corner. Kalulo over to Ballancourt, behind the net, below the goal line, floats it to the front. Consorti robbed by Hare, and it's cleared down the ice. Great stick side save by Andrew Hare. That was a very nice play. And now Sawyer will take it back with 30 seconds to go in Ayotte's minor. He's denied by Titanic. Sawyer going back after it again. Finds Valancourt ahead. Darcy Valancourt up the left side. Wrist shot there. Pad save Hare. Valancourt carries on. Comes around to the side. Right down in front. It goes off of Clulo. Not off his stick, but off his arm or upper body and covered up by Hare with only 15 seconds to go on the penalty. Yeah, Valancourt cycled behind Andrew Hare and threw a pass in front that got deflected by a Lakers stick off of Clulo's chest and a soccer-style play by Clulo to try to keep it in front of him, but Andrew Hare was there to cover. Faceoff will be down to his right. Once the penalty expires to Ayotte, we'll be 5-on-5 five five for the first time in a while. We've been trading penalties here in the middle stages of the first period. Kirby finds Willer. Willer down low to Strail. Looking behind the net, picked off by Ferris. Around the boards to the point. David, nice play to keep it in. Strail down low, trying to set up Clulo. Carr picked that off, and Ayotte comes out of the box. And he looks for the pass ahead from Carr, but David steals it away at center ice and hammers it back in, nearly picking off a head of Tim Carr. Stop back there by Andrew Hare. Up the middle to Chris Ayotte. Backhand pass behind Brown. Now Brown sees it and slowly steps in over the line. Willer goes down in open ice. Kirby checked by both Carr and Brown. Chris Carr, that is. McConney was unable to keep it in at center, but he whacks it back in the other direction to Brown, trying to tap it ahead for Chris Carr. Chris Carr in over the line to Chris Brown in the slot, and he knuckled one wide of the net going stick side. And then AI couldn't take it out of the air. Chris Carr charging into the corner, taking a big run at Campbell. He likes to throw his body around. He's a small guy in stature, big guy in terms of heart. Here's Ayotte. Up the left side, over the line. Slapper by Ayotte. Pants a rebound. Rodriguez rips it wide. Glove side. Rodriguez again taps it out to the front. Slapped to the point, but not out. McConney will pinch. Got it down low to Paul Rodriguez. Looking back for McConney. Didn't get much on the pass, but Whitelaw now got McConney. Screen shot to flex wide. Rodriguez and Ayotte in front. Ayotte will make a break for the bench to allow Luke Moody to get out there. Whitelaw interfered with behind the net. And here's another penalty to Elmira. And no doubt about that, Tyler Campbell will go. It looks just kind of like uh, polar opposite views from last night. Elmira comes out. They're making the bonehead mistakes that Oswego made last night. Instead of actually taking shots at the net, they're taking shots at Oswego players behind the play. Interference, roughing, little things that are getting into the head of the Elmira soaring Eagles, and they are taking it out on the Oswego players on the ice. They need to really calm down, deep breath, and try to get back in this game because they've had way too many opportunities to give to Oswego. In the circle, Rodriguez failed to win a battle, and it'll come back out to center ice. McConney taken down. Here's Rodriguez up to Whitelaw. Slowly hits the line, takes a bump, got it deep. Clulo, shot by Rodriguez. Moody up with the puck. Back to Whitelaw, left circle. McConney up top. Over to Josepher, right circle. Josepher, screenshot, picked off, and Lee will get it down the ice. 20 seconds gone in the penalty. Five and a half to go, period one. Lakers one, soaring Eagles nothing. Justin McConney to... Zach Josepher. Josepher. Out of the reach of Moody down the ice. And there will be no icing as Moody did a nice job to win the race. Josepher fires it off a leg. The leg of Acorn. Now to the front. Whitelaw drills one. And a save by McDonald who wasn't sure where the rebound was. But it's taken away by Sawyer who clears it off the skate of Moody. He'll try the other direction. This time he'll get it out of the zone. So bounce back down to Andrew Hare. A minute to go in the penalty. Ben Boxmere to Josepher. Lakers make a change up front. 
on this power play unit. Josepher finds room and sips in over the line. Josepher tried to connect with Muse in, uh, Muse in tight quarters. And it's going to stay in the zone, but Willer will tap it out. Here comes Sanders, two on two, shorthanded for Elmira. Sanders with a shot that got deflected by Van Boxmere to the corner. Sanders turning, gives it away. Tyler Leinbrock comes back, picks up with Ian Boots. Boots flipping it back for Leinbrock. Up a couple skates, but Leinbrock carries on. To Muse, back to Leinbrock. Below the goal line, backhand pass around for Andrew Mather, the captain. Outer edge of the near faceoff circle. David, though, breaks it up and gets it out of the zone. Sanders will do the rest of the job. Pretty strong penalty kill for Almira. Yeah, nice job. After the, all the mental mistakes they've made thus far, they've really settled down in this PK. Pass across ice to Mather again. Andrew Mather steps in over the blue line, finds Leinbrock on his wing, pass a little ahead of him, and then Muse had it bounce away from him. Down low, Mather whacking at it. Leinbrock comes up with a puck in the corner, trying to find Mather. Almira back at full strength here, but Muse keeps the puck in the zone. Ben Boxmere was open across the ice, but the pass to him got deflected. Not out of the zone. Now it's going to come out, and you got Consorti hanging out, but it's stolen, held in the zone. Muse in front of the net, and he couldn't get the back end away. Mather then stopped. Ben Boxmere will shoot one. That's a Miller shot. Score! Perseverance by the Lakers as Tyler Leinbrock finally put it away. It's 2-0 Lakers. And maybe a mistake or maybe a drawn-up play by the Elmira bench as the penalty penalty kill went 5-on-4 after the penalty was over. They get a switch. They have somebody come back out. They're still 5-on-4 for a good 5-6 seconds before they get the other player out on the substitution. But the Lakers stay persistent through a lot of shots on McDonald, and it finally freckled out with a wrist shot high, and it's 2 to nothing. And, Scott, we saw West Consorti hanging out in the neutral zone, and that led to the Lakers with an odd man situation in front of the Elmira net. He was waiting for the uh, for the penalty to the penalty to expire for a long pass, but that's just good hard fought battles in the crease and waiting for the right opportunity to send it home. And Tyler Lombrock did just that. Second of the year for Lombrock. Now, meanwhile, Acorn stole the puck and Hare made a save on the deflection and it's cleared all the way down the ice by the Lakers, and it will not. Oh, it will make it for icing. Boy, oh boy, Kirby could not have gone much slower after that, but. As a result, it will come all the way back in the Laker end. Is here's the call of the goal. So Hank Van Boxmere gets an assist, and the only assist, second point of the year for Van Boxmere as well. 16-20 time of the even strength goal for Tyler Leinbrock. And I'm sure Taylor Puglis is smiling because he was his player to watch tonight. He hasn't had. Much luck in that department so far on our broadcast. Here comes Moody with trying to connect with Whitelaw. Goes all the way down into McDonald's territory. Now taking it away, Rodriguez behind the net. Looking out in front. Rodriguez slips it there. And McDonald was looking the wrong way, but no Lakers in front. Rodriguez, though, steals it in again down low. Taken down. Moody shoots one, and that got deflected wide. Whitelaw recovers in there. He's bumped along the boards. Rodriguez got it down low to Moody. And Rodriguez gets taken out in the corner. Moody, rather. Now pass to the front. Rodriguez waited too long to take the shot. There's a penalty coming up to Elmira. Now we got a whistle. Elmira never touched the puck. Not sure why the whistle did go, but regardless, Oswego is going to get another power play, and it's Acorn again going to the box. It's really the persistence of the Lakers' right and left wings. Rodriguez and Whitelaw always crashing the net. And Rodriguez doing a lot of good stick handling, cycling around McDonald and trying to force the issue. And again, this will be number 20, Rick Acorn, who's been on the box already tonight. So this will be his second time 
in the sin bin for two minutes, and I believe it was a hold. So five on four again for the Lakers, and they can try to break this one wide open early. Ben Boxmere, one-timer Ian Boots, deflected just wide by Linebrock in front. Nice play by Mayler using the body to keep the puck in the zone. Behind the net is Muse. Slaps it around to Boots at the left point. He lost the puck, but held it in the zone. Mather steps into one, and just getting the pad out in time was Darren McDonald. It looked like Elmira heard a whistle because everybody turned around to look at the back judge, and nobody could decipher if that one actually got across the blue line to make it offside. So good play by Mather to keep it in and take a shot at least. It was about as close as you can get on the offside. Here's a pass up the middle. Pass far side to Chris Muse and over the line. Muse had it slapped away, and it's banked out to center ice. This power play and all power plays this season are brought to you by Volte Graphics. Here's Linebrock in over the line to the circle. Nice move, looking for Muse, deflected in the crease. McDonald can't find it, and somehow he did find it as he had Andrew Mather crashing the net, and it was being juggled by McDonald in the blue paint. So, yeah, Darren McDonald is really having his... Uh his night started very early. He's taken 11 shots, two goals already forced by the Lakers there. But they need to give him a break. Try to, they did a great job in the last PK. And then one bad play by West Consorti, waiting for a long pass out of the box to dr- start a breakaway, makes this a 2-0 game. So mental mistakes early for Elmira. One minute remaining in the penalty to Acorn. Here's John Whitelaw in the circle. And he shakes number 15, Willer. Now the Lakers' number 15, Joseph, rips it wide. Whitelaw keeps it in. Another nice patient play by Whitelaw. Hangs onto that puck. Doesn't shoot. Down low to Rodriguez. Back to Whitelaw. McConney could not tee that up. Over to Joseph Burke. Quick pass across. Whitelaw settles it down. Fans on the shot, and it'll be trickled out of the zone by the Soaring Eagles. Just over a minute remaining here in the first period. A pair of goals by the Lakers, and they have a 2 0 lead. Here's Joseph Leaving it there for McConney. He'll bank it off the near wall. Moody then a dangerous pass, and Clulo almost walked back in the other direction. 25 to go on the penalty. Kirby hacks it around, not out of the zone. Final minute of the first period. Paul Rodriguez cycling it on for Whitelaw down low. Got room down there. Someone dropped a stick behind the net. It's Elmira, so five on three and a half here. Josepher up top. Cross to McConney. Only eight seconds to go on the penalty. 45 left in the period. Moody at the circle. Hangs on. Floats it across. Rodriguez couldn't take that out of the air. Josepher gets mauled at the blue line, but he got kept it deep as Elmira returns to full strength. However, still one player out there without a stick. It's Dylan Harold. However, the puck is tied up in the corner as Whitelaw and Kirby have it pinned there in the far corner. Still pinned. Finally, Moody will be able to push it around with 20 to go in the period. Acorn tried to tap it around. David's finally going to be able to bring it out. And Elmira can get their five sticks back out on the ice again. Now Acorn steals it away. Down low, falls down. And Kyle Badham takes it for the Lakers. Only five seconds to go in the period. One last rush, possibly. That pass got deflected away from Titanic. Back into the Laker end. And that will do it for period one. A lot of penalties taken in that period, Zach. The Lakers come away with the only two goals. I think they have to be happy with the 2-0 lead that they have. They've done a very good job capitalizing on Elmira mistakes. Elmira hit the box way too often in that first period and a lot of mental mistakes that needs to be talked about in that soaring eagle locker room. On the flip side, the Lakers did a great job. 11 shots, not too many opportunities, but getting two goals past McDonald. They need to look at their goaltender, the soaring eagles, that is, and say, you know what, bud, it looks like you're going to have a tough one tonight. You're going to have to make some big saves coming up. But right now, 2-0 as we got a 15-minute intermission coming up. And, Scott, Elmira took five penalties in that period, so maybe they should feel a little fortunate it's only 2-0. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they were 
definitely way aggressive on their four on their four check and in their own in their own zone taking stupid penalties. If you ask me, that last one to Elmira was a, a nice little forearm to the face of John Whitelaw. So they need to calm down, and they might be feeling some ill effects from last night's uh, debacle at, at the domes. All right, thanks, Scott. We're going to get ready to send it back to the studio for the first intermission report. It is two to nothing, Lakers. After one period here at the home opener from the Campus Center Ice Arena, you're listening to Lakers hockey on 88.9 FM WNYO, the voice of us. We go. 